drop back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. And we're back with another episode of the Dropback Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis and joined as ever by Matt Burns Peak. Hello, Slu. Joe Costanzo. Howdy, mate. How are we doing? Doing well. And Stan Wilson. What's up, Sam? Wilson! <laughs> I don't think we've done that yet on the podcast, actually. Uh, well, we've, been... we've managed to refrain. You've okay. done what's no, the last But no spot. longer. No, no longer. So the biggest news coming out, and we did delay our podcast this week, not because we had other plans and we're going camping or anything like that, merely because we're <laughs> on, on top of the ball and wanted to make sure we got the latest news for everyone listening. Isn't that we, right, guys? Yeah, we knew news was coming out. New news... New news coming out, and it's coming out of the Washington yet to be named team. Washington team. Warriors. That'll be good. That's my two cents. Just going to go ahead with Warriors. Warriors. Red tails. It's got to be. All right. Either way, the the news breaking well this morning at the time of recording was pretty disturbing. With fifteen yeah, women not, coming forward with sexual harassment names, sexual harassment cases against big names in the well, formerly Redskins organisation, Dan Snyder or Barry... Is it Barry Allen? No, that's The Flash. Who was Bruce, Bruce? Bruce Allen. <laughs> Barry Allen. You, look at you dragging Barry Allen's name through the, through the mud. Well, actually, neither of them were mentioned, but the fact is that with all these high-level executives being involved, there's very little chance that they didn't even have an inkling that all this was going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those where if it's at that level, I'm like you would be safe in assuming, I think, that those people knew that it was going on and chose to ignore it. Chose to turn, turn, yeah, turn yeah, blind eye. Could, yeah, couldn't be bothered to hire a um, HR department. Nah, they have a HR change. lady who also does admin. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, it was bad. It was very bad from, I mean, it's, it's not a very good look for Washington who have... Uh, I've struggled to to have any real good news this off season. I feel. Yeah, I, I mean, Chase kind of, but, yeah, Chase Young was nice, but I mean, they they had they had to finally change their racist name because their sponsors were like, we don't want anything to do with you unless you change your well, name. That's good news, isn't it? Yeah, it's good news, but it shouldn't really have had to been. It would have been nice yeah. if they just changed their racist name because it was racist as opposed to I being think, like, oh, now you're taking my money. That's not yeah. I think <laughs> not being racist anymore isn't something we should overly applaud when the reason they're doing it, yeah, is for being paid. Yeah. yeah, it's nice that they finally did it. Like you said, yeah. uh, the issue with this as well, other than the issue on the surface value of being a horrific thing that these people had to go through, yeah. is that in 2018 a similar story also broke that they were basically pimping out their cheerleaders on a private island in the summer for a sponsorship. So for it to be going on two years later, that's great. Well, up to at least a year later, apparently it was until 2019. But it's just disgusting that it hasn't really been sorted out in any shape or form. Yeah, that's awful. Man. And the, like, the fact that it gets like, it's clearly been like covered up and stuff. Yeah. It, it's... And for it to come out this much later, uh, from reading some of the reports, like a lot of the women who have made these claims, like have been, have had to sign like gagging orders and stuff from Washington and then been denied the ability to actually like talk about it without risking being sued and stuff. So like, there's, there's clearly been quite an extensive cover up attempted which is the most disturbing thing. Like all this talk about, you know, Dan Snyder's hiring a, like a law firm to look at their protocols and procedures. Like, it should have gotten to that point in the first place. Exactly. The, the, the horse is bolted, mate. You've, you've been fucking ruining these women's lives for ages and you just didn't yeah. do anything about it. It's the same law firm that they hired to, uh, to investigate the name change as well. So it's, it's kind of just added on to that. There's literally one person who's doing admin for 200 plus employees. Doesn't make any sense. That's like something you'd expect out of, like I said, a startup. But yeah, I I, I don't know. Like it, it, it all seems to trickle down from uh, what allegedly Dan Snyder being kind of horrifying to his executives, and then the executives being the ones who did a lot of the the you know horrible badness, sexual har- harassment. Yeah. Well, you the know. bullying of the executives banned by Schneider, it does institute that culture. And we talk about mm. culture a lot in the NFL. It's usually from the locker rooms, much less the executive side of things. So, Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the I, day, it starts at the top and it trickles down, doesn't yeah. it? 
Absolutely, which may explain why Washington have had so many issues in the past decade or so. Uh, do you think it's this story has been somewhat undermined by all the rumours that were circling it before the release that Jay Gruden was allegedly running sex parties and there was yeah, potential on-field things that was very hinted to being towards paying the refs? Yeah, yeah. I think you people know sort of I, run away with the story. Like, yeah. yeah, the whole Jay Gruden side of it. Whether that's true or not, it, it might come out in, in a later article or something. But yeah, people certainly like undermined on social media and sort of trivialised it and made it into a bit of a laugh. Well, this, this is interesting as well, and this is quite a sceptical view from me, but I don't think it's without outside the realm of possibility that those stories of, you know, the Jay Gruden sex parties and stuff like that and him um, being petty with the running back because they were sleeping with the same woman and that led to, to Alex Smith's leg break and stuff. And like, I don't think it's beyond the most possibility that those stories were intentionally leaked so that when the actual story came out, it tri- like I said, it trivialised it. And people were like, oh, well, we're expecting it to be like this crazy Rick and Morty-esque weird scenario where, when it's actually just lots of horrific sexual abuse with to, of 15 women. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's a little bit too conspiracy yeah, and a lot, a lot of the women who were hired were coming straight out of college as well, so it was like their first job. So that's rough. Um, yeah, yeah, it makes them more vulnerable, I guess. Yeah, you don't necessarily mm. know any any better or what what the workplace is going to be like, and to walk into that sort of toxic culture is horrifying. Like, I can't imagine what it, it would be like to constantly be worried about. You know, for instance, there there was in the report they mentioned that the the glass like staircase where people were just standing at the bottom, like not even trying to be discreet, looking up the girls' skirts and things like that. What the hell? Yeah. It's, it's horrible. What the fuck, man? Bad, bad Redskins organization. Horrible. Bad Washington organization. Yeah. Independent audit into it. So, Sam, what was that? I was saying it was nice to be seen in like an independent audit into the situation rather than something led by the Redskins themselves. Maybe yeah. like an NFL committee or something made up of like neutral parties. So mm. to, to finally eradicate it from the organisation. Well, the, the NFL made some comment, didn't they, Salu, about um, basically responding to people saying exactly that, like, why am the NFL like investigating this? And it, it, I think it was vaguely along the lines of they don't make it a policy of, you know, policing everyone's culture and, and protocols, but if they're an obvious discretion has happened then they are more inclined to investigate so we could see such as in 2018 when nothing came about of it from the nfl side the story broke and there was it all just got swept under the rug i don't know if now in a more a climate where people are going to not let these social injustices go as much but it was only two years ago and so the nfl can't be exactly like ah it was in the past yeah exactly they can't maybe can't claim to have changed that much yeah Yeah. especially in the current climate yeah as you mentioned especially with yeah, human rights movement, social social injustice being finally dealt with, maybe the, this this sort of momentum in society at the moment leading towards that change could help contribute to like almost push the NFL into going about this change more, hmm. and maybe le- leading an internal audit. And it's been happening since at least two thousand and three was like the earliest um, date that I could find on that article. So for it to be. Awful. Yeah, 17 no, years of exactly bad man. Like, I mean, let's just hope that the NFL do take action and you know the police take action. <laughs> like, yeah, how often do well, you see like high profile people, especially in American sports, com- like being accused of these crimes and then it all gets buried under the rug at some point in the near future? Like, people yeah. go to prison if they're sexually abusing people. Like, it's not yeah, exactly there's a difference between a bad culture and being a criminal. Yeah. Yeah. 100. For sure. Right. Well, we've lost Slew to uh, internet malfunctions. So we're going to crack on. Just us he might, three. He might rejoin. He, he might rejoin. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll play fast and loose with it. We might see Slew again. If not, you know, no biggie. We're, we're a professional organization. Change of pace host will take over. We'll slip right into the next topic, which Let's I believe is AFC North. Ooh. Ooh. Let's take a look. Let Let's see what we think. Who's coming out on top and vary for all the teams, and you know who are the stars on each team as well? Joe, should we do you want to should we kick things off with the Ravens, Joe? I feel yeah, like you've mate, got a lot why, to say about the Ravens. Why not? I think, given 
like we mentioned when we were discussing the schedules, I think the Ravens schedule was probably one of the easiest for any of the teams. Oh, yes. So I think given the acquisitions we made on offense with players like, you know, Dobbins, Verne, James Proch, who will probably get some sort of time uh, playing receiver. And then uh, we shored up a bit of it. Well, you can't really replace Marshall Yonder, but Ben Bredesen in the fifth round, I believe, was oh, a pretty good acquisition. And we get, we usually invest uh, quite well in the later rounds for offensive linemen. Um, and then obviously, Kalias Campbell and Patrick Queen, who we picked up in the first round. I think I can't imagine us going less than 10 wins this year. Oh, yeah. You know, so that, that's what I would say our floor is. Um, I'd say ceiling. You know, fourteen and two, fifteen and one, maybe. Sure, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I could gen- I could see that. I could see a fifteen and one. You genuinely like, like you said, the yeah. combination of the players you've added, the fact that your team was very good anyway, mm. and the fact that the NFL were just like, oh, we'll actually just give you all the, all the shit teams this year and just see how you, exactly. how you get with them. Generous. They were feeling very generous. So I think well, you do. Ha- you do play the Steelers, the Steelers' defense twice a twice a year now. Yeah, but you've, that's. I mean. Ben Roethlisberger will probably injure himself at some point, and then yeah, we'll be you got Mason Rudolph, Rudolph, man. Yeah, or the Duck 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 Hodges. The like duck, I, I, I don't duck, think Duck Hodges. I think you'll be all right. I think you'll be fine. I do have a couple of questions in terms of some of the players you mentioned, though, Joey. Yeah. How much do you think that Dobbins is going to play next season? You've already I got think... Ingram. You've got Lamar, who does most of your running anyway. Like Gus Edwards too. Gus Edwards, yeah, how much of a role is there actually there for Dominic? I think Gus Edwards is going to take significantly fewer snaps this season, realistically. Gosh. just Well, if you invest a second round pick into, into J.K. Dobbins, he's fully expected to kind of be the heir to Mark Ingram there. So I imagine Mark Ingram starts the season um, and then later on in the season that we might see carries go more towards Dobbins. Really? Depending on... Yeah. Dobbins isn't an every down back though. Dobbins, he like he will struggle. With, I think his first year, he need he still needs he still got got ways to go when it comes to developing his running style, especially against a stronger competition. And he massively benefited at Ohio State from having one of the best low lines in the country. But players yeah. like Joe, Jonah Jackson, and yeah, the, the left side of their line was immense. Mm. So but- yeah. Mark, Mark Ingram will receive obviously the, the the most of the carries, but he'll come in as a change of pace. I also think pace. There's, there's a you don't know how Markingham's going to rehab that that calf injury from last year as well. So there's a that's chance true. that's one of those injuries that might just sort of flare up again. Yeah, it's um, a good insurance policy. Yeah, yeah, I think he's. Yeah, I, I want him to obviously take over near the end of the season because you know exciting young running backs, cool. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, hmm. You could argue that Mark Ingram isn't necessarily an every down back as well, like oh, in terms not. of the, re- the receiving game and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. But it's good That's to have a change of pace. Yeah. What do the Ravens have in terms of uh, receiving backs, their down backs, apart from Justice Hill? Yeah, Justice Hill's probably our best bet. To yes. Be nice. yes. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think other than, yeah, we, we the, the, the only receiving back we'd probably have in there on third down like last year was Justice Hill. Uh, which he's, he's all right. He's pretty good. But, you know, I thought he'd probably play a bit more of a role last year. But we, we tend to switch up anyway, so I wouldn't be surprised if all four running backs, including Gus Edwards, get a bit of, bit of love, a bit of attention. Yeah, true. You start to see that more in NFL teams anyway. So, hmm. yeah. You know, so- Jerry, who out of obviously, if we're talking like team MVPs, I think Lamar Jackson is like oh, the yeah. given, right? Like mm. Reading NFL MVP. I, I I would be shocked if he wasn't, you know, who you'd consider to be the team MVP when it's all said and done next season. Yeah. But putting Lamar to the side, who else on that team do you think has team MVP sort of okay. potential? Well, you know, team MVP is, is most of the time going to be the quarterback, but if we yeah, exactly. do imagine that other other positions might get some love, I would uh, I would say Mark Andrews is probably the third best tight end in the league. He consistently, you know, he's he's a very good safety valve for Lamar. Um, and then you know, 
Hollywood could take strides as well this year. He's oh, been I'd love out a that. Lot. Yeah, I'd love some Hollywood in strides. The After I, I got, snagged him, I think it was the third or fourth round of our uh, big draft. Um, I'm all I'm rooting for Hollywood Brown to uh, make some strides. That'd be nice. Yeah, he oh, yeah. did have some great games last season. Mm. Another one. Well, and he was, on. he was in, injured for like a, a fair portion of the. Yeah, he was playing on a playing on a bum foot for most of last yeah. year, apparently. So and still managed to have a decent rookie year. Yeah, mm. still fucking demolished the Dolphins. I mean, I know it was that in that game everyone was having a, having some love from the Dolphins, but yeah, that was he looked pretty good. Lamar didn't even run once. It was it was great. Didn't, didn't have to, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> well, what well, do you guys the, think? Yeah, I'd, I'd turn to the defensive side. Obviously, you've got the addition of Calais Campbell. Mm. You've got Marlon Humphrey. You've got Earl Thomas, mm. who he may not be in his prime, but he's still a darn good safety. He is. It's a, it's a loaded roster, and they, 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 they'll be, they should be disappointed if they don't win a ring this year. Yeah. Ooh. You Ooh. know, we'll have to wait until Lamar hits the playoffs and see uh, see how that goes. You know, it's see, a common... Uh... What is playoff Lamar? We don't what is so Wow! Hopefully, he doesn't have to pass like fifty-seven attempts. Yeah, that would great. That 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 did sort of hinder him somewhat when you're mm. just like, oh, we we're not we we can't use the running game anymore. It's it's gone too yeah. bad. When we have to play from behind, it's a, it's a lot more difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's not a team built to play from behind. Yeah. Okie dokie. Well, yeah, I think we all agree. Ravens got a pretty high ceiling and high floor for next season. So. Going to see a lot of Joe smiles throughout next year, like that that big one there. Um, so let's move on to. We mentioned them. We'll, we'll, let's talk about the Steelers. What do people think about the Steelers? Because I'm I'm really low on the Steelers, and I don't know if that's just. I don't know. I I I don't know what it is, but I, I don't get a particularly good feeling about Pittsburgh. If I'm honest, I, they, I it seems like they've got the pieces on. They've got the pieces on defense. They've got they've got a solid. Safety and Minka Fitzpatrick, which upgraded that entire unit. Mm. <laughs> and they've still got it. They've still got a really decent O line. They've got a, they've got a good quarterback. I know he's not a um, he's not one of the favourite quarterbacks of this podcast, but they've got big Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. The, the area of the team that kind of I'm wary of is the wide receiver core. Yeah, because they've got Juju. He's the big name. Deontay and Johnson then, was nice last then, year at points, but. You like Chase Claypool, though, don't you, Stan? Um, I, have I mentioned him in the past podcast? He's a big body receiver. I don't really think he's gonna. He's not gonna be an every down receiver, really. I thought he was your term. favorite receiver before the the draft no. episode. Oh no, I might be uh, might be wrong. I think yeah, I know he's a, he's a good big body talent. I'm not really sure sure how he'll turn out in the NFL, but it'll be interesting to watch him. Mm. A weird one. I, I I think their floor is like. About six and ten. I, I can't imagine them getting less than that. I, if they went eight and eight last year without having Big Ben, I know we we don't necessarily like Big Ben, but you have got to admit he's a he's, improvement yeah, he's, over he's a Mason Rudolph and the Duck yeah. Man, the Duck Man, the Duck yeah. Man. But yeah, um, I just I, I I don't know what it is about Pittsburgh. Like like I said, they've got good some good young talent on defense. They've got some good pieces. You know, if, when when all their players are healthy, they've got a decent quarterback. They've got a good number one receiver, and they've got a decent running back. Like mm. I should feel more confident in them to win games, but I just don't. I just I I can't see them keeping everyone healthy. Something will go wrong at some point yeah. in the season, and yeah. it all collapse again. Like yeah, all, it, all it takes is like a juju injury, a minka injury, exactly. TJ they're too Watt. thin. I think they're exactly, too thin yeah. in terms of. They, I don't think they've got that quality in depth. How do you reckon James Conner does next year? Oh, James Conner's a weird one. I really, I don't know what to think about James Conner because we've seen him have some really good games and then we've seen him be completely anonymous. Yeah, he was, really he was struggling with an injury. I can't remember what what it was last year, so that mm. might have you know played into the sophomore slump. But yeah, I think he has potential to be, you know, if if, if we're talking fantasy, like a running back number two. Yeah. Um, Perhaps it yeah. depends on his um his destiny. Just depends upon the strength of the O line, really, because he's not one yeah. of the guys who's gonna he's not gonna carry the team. He's just he's he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a decent running back, but nothing more than that. Yeah. He'll take opportunities you give him, but I don't see him being someone who can make a few people miss in the backfield and, and jail off. Not that loads of running backs can, but I don't yeah. think he's that next level of elite talent. When you, when you look at like the free agent acquisitions and the the draft acquisitions they made. 
the only real starters you can name are basically Eric Ebron, mm. who, who they got through free agency. I can't imagine many of their rookies are going to be starting. You know, Chase Claypool, maybe, but no, he still needs to work on his route running. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently he he only really ran streaks in Notre Dame, didn't he? Just run straight, run straight, big boy. All reliable. Yeah. I thought he'd convert to tight end or something when he came to the NFL. To be honest. He's one of those. Mm. He's one of those players like Ricky Seal, Ricky Seals Jones when he was at Texas A and M. Where you just think you're big enough, but you you don't run enough routes to become an elite wide receiver. So yeah, I thought you would have looked to make the move inside, mm. join the big boys. Yeah, I mean yeah. That, that, that might be something we see from him at some point in his career, or, or you know, we might just see them lining them up there anyway. He's he's got like I said, he's got the frame for it. It'd, it'd be interesting to see how they use him too fair. But yeah, I mean, like I said, Jay. See, Floor of six and ten. What do we think ceiling wise for the Steelers? If, if it all, you know, yeah, I reckon it's around, around ten and there. six. I think actually they could they could go more than that. I think their ceiling's around twelve wins. To be honest, it's a, it's a good roster, but it just all depends on injuries. That's what I yeah. mean. It's just it's a good roster, but it's so thin. I just and we haven't yeah. seen Big Ben healthy for a few years. Exactly. Now. Yeah, that's, 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 really what I, that's the point I was going to make. We haven't seen Big Ben. It feels like we haven't seen Big Ben play a full slate of games without some sort of injury in forever, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, that that team didn't fare the best when uh, he was he was out. But yeah, I mean, like if they all stay healthy, I think ten wins could be yeah. it's, it's somewhere around there. Ten eleven wins for that for that roster. Should we do the Browns? What do we think about uh, the Browns? Yeah, well? yeah, go on then. Just I, paid, I like a bit of the Browns this year. Yeah, well, they just paid Miles Garrett, made some uncharacteristically sensible draft moves as well. I think they actually improved a lot. It, it, it sort of feels like, obviously, last season, the hype was, you know, this is going to be the Browns' year. And then Fred the wheels fell happened. off. Fred yeah. Kitchens <laughs> happened. The O-line didn't happen. And mm. Baker Mayfield forgot which colour his team play in. So yeah. they've added a lot of pieces in the right areas this season what do we think what do we think about the Browns this year Nick Chubb's going to go off and it's, it's going to be more dramatic than last year you look at the line he's got in front of him now they've gone from having the worst tackle group in the league to perhaps the best they just yeah. went, they went out in free agency they signed Jack Conklin from the Tennessee Titans he was a big piece in, in De- um, Derek Henry's success yeah he's one of Tennessee's year. best best players yeah Outside zone runs this year, he's going to be phenomenal. I think, yeah, the, yeah. I think it's he it's going to be run. higher than last year because Stefanski, you know, he's just going to have a lot more success controlling the locker room than than Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, well. yeah, absolutely. It'd be interesting to see how he fares without the help of Gary Kubiak and the, the whole Kubiak entourage in Man, in uh, Minnesota. Because yeah. um, although Stefanski gets a lot of the praise for what went on there, it was very much a Kubiak run scheme, the Kubiak Shanahan that sort of style of the whole entire yeah. running. So. Mm. It's yeah, just be um, interesting to watch from Nitro's perspective to how that We've goes. Also got the 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 world's highest paid tight end ever, Austin Hooper coming in. <laughs> that is true. Finding another threat. That's still yeah. yeah, that's still a move that I'm not really sure I feel about in terms of he's a good player, but I really mm. don't like what they paid for him. Yeah, um, now you've got um, Dave and Joke who wants to rage quit as a result of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I don't know what's going to go on with Joke. He's definitely gone next year, but I can't imagine. Oh, uh, there, there, I mean, there were reports they wanted to get, like, well, he wanted out this year. Yeah. Um, you know, there's that, it goes back to the whole thing about the pro con of keeping a talented but obviously disgruntled player on your roster. Um, overrated, too. He's, he ranks mm. as like one of the 30th best tight end in the NFL statistically, apparently. So it's a <laughs> weird one with, with Njoku because I think also, you know, it didn't help the, that offense was anemic at times completely last season and that wasn't all yeah. in Joku's fault. Um, and it's, I feel like he offers, you see the potential in Joku, you don't see his actual play. You, you think, oh, he could be really good as a tight end, but we haven't exactly. seen him deliver yet. Um, exactly. He's got the frame, hasn't he? He's got the athletic ability. He yeah. just needs to work on his, work his routes and work on his hands, essentially. And, then and consistency of performance. Yeah. yeah. And he'd have to be, I mean, if we're assuming in Joku is starting next year for the Browns with Austin Hooper, uh, he, he might have to work a bit on his run blocking as well because yeah. you know, they're going to hopefully do a lot of double tight end sets, but we shall yeah, see. You, men- 
Yeah, we mentioned that a couple of weeks ago mm. when we were mentioning how they run things in Minnesota with the yeah double tight end sets and the outside zone runs. Yeah. Mm. It's hard to get like properly pumped for the Browns, even though obviously their talent is is ridiculous. It's just I don't want to be about last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't want to whiff again. <laughs> <Get too excited. laughs> I'm, I'm quite pumped. I'm quite pumped to watch this team, but the area that I, that, that stands out to me the the most is weak is the linebacker core. Mm. They're missing out on Joe Schober, and they've just they drafted two or three linebackers, I think, and they're expecting them to like sort of play in a rotation and. and um, yeah, replace him in the role that he played, but you're not going to replace Joe Schobert. Yeah, he Joe Schobert's a beast. He might the, not be a household name, but he's a phenomenal. Um, it, it's a phenomenal it's the, the constant production. Yeah, the con- the constant production that he gave yeah. that Browns team with his tackles and stuff went so yeah. under the radar. But I mean, it is going to be a huge miss. I know that, like you said, they drafted a few people to potentially fill that void, but it's a big ask. I think later round talents too, so you don't you're not necessarily sure of their ability. Yeah, they're the ones yeah. that you're looking to maybe develop into a star at some point, but maybe don't don't have that walk-on ability right there and then. And some of them, frankly, are going to have to walk on and contribute in, in that linebacking court early. Yeah, um, thrown in the deep end, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. I, I imagine their ceiling being somewhere like 11 and 5. You know, I can't, I can't imagine. If it all comes together. Yeah, if, if everything comes together. And then... I'd be sad to see them get, you know, less than five wins. As a Ravens fan, would you though? Uh, I can't. You know, you you kind of root for the Browns in in a weird way. They've just been yeah, terrible for so long. That's what I mean, and it's an interesting one. Like, like you said, you you don't want them to fail when they've because they've been trying so hard to come back from the zero and sixteen depths and stuff like that. And you and you feel like oh they're they're finally looking good. If what like what do you say if at the end of next season they they finish on five wins or four wins again? Like is it just like genuinely there's nothing we can do to make this franchise work? Like I, just, I don't think there's any chance of that happening. I'll, I'm, this problem. may come back to bite me, but there's no chance they win less than eight games this year. Oh, that's juicy. I, yeah, I think I, mean, I think that yeah has a strong chance of possibly coming back to bite you, Stan. I thought you were about to put a sandwich on it there. I was like, we, we can't Ooh. be making bets, new bets every single week. And Sam's not here to write sandwiches. There's going to be sandwiches flying oh. around this season. Well, you know, I, I They're think... They're all coming to me, Matt. <laughs> I think they, they very strongly might just go 8-8, eight eight, you know. Really? But... I mean, I think if that if they go 8-8, eight, eight eight, that you... If you're a Browns fan, or if you're... You know, if part of that Browns team, that's a massive that? no. Yeah, that's a massive failure. That's a yeah. massive failure. Mm. All the pieces they've put in place over the last three seasons, and then you're like, oh, now we're in a position. You know, we goofed on the dress rehearsal last year. Now it's opening we've night. Got and a real head coach. Yeah, we've got a real head yeah. coach. We've got sort we've of got, got an O line. Got an O line. <laughs> like, what happens if if Baker Mayfield comes out and it's just terrible? Like, it's just genuinely just like, yeah, last season was me. Yeah. I think it's, it's he might Good. not be the same. He might just be a bit rattled now. Yeah. You, well, you never know how that might affect him. Just taking that many hits and not really where the pressure's coming from. Well, I think he's, pra- a bit, he's a bit. He's a bit of a gunslinger. He's got a great attitude when it comes to football and the fact that he, he loves the game. And I, this may this may be by this may be a bit of a biased opinion, but yeah, I, I can't see him falling off this year at all. Let's I'd be, I'd be surprised if he throws for anything short of um, having having a four thousand yard season, really. Ooh. Hmm. that'd be nice I mean I've, I, yeah. like I said I think, I think the Browns have sort of morphed into that team where everyone kind of wants to see them do well Browns, the Browns being crap is, is, it's gone sour now it's too cliche I want to see some good Cleveland football yeah and they've got so many young talented players on that team it absolutely doesn't make any sense if, if they you know shit the bed again yeah you can't have that, this many beds full of shit mm. it doesn't work no Right, well, let's move on to our last AFC North team, the Bengals on Bimbled and Bumble. <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals, who added a new franchise QB, potentially. I mean, if you're, if you're going by Madden's ratings, then no, yeah. but we'll get on to that later. Yeah. And I know that Stan's absolutely chomping at the bit to get into Madden. Um, yes. But, um, but yeah, what do we think about the Bengals this year? I, I'm very... 
I, I don't think we're going to see a big change, if I'm honest, from last season's Bengals to this year's. No, I agree mm. with you there. I think mean, Joe Burrow, it'll be a learning curve for him. Mm. And even if he does have a great year and put up like 4,000 yards or something and have a solid rookie campaign, their, their defence, there's nothing there. They don't, have, yeah. they don't have anyone to fall back on. They yeah, still... I agree. I still yeah. think they're so far away from being a complete football team. And yeah, absolutely. in the modern NFL, you can't just be a, a team where, yeah, we've got some good, we've got superstars not like on offense. We've got a new QB who's really good, and you know we've we've got some weapons around him. But our defense stinks. You, you can't get away with that anymore. You need to have a competent offense and defense. And I don't see yeah. the Bengals having that or the depth to survive an NFL season, especially without a proper preseason. And I think as well, they didn't really address one of the biggest issues last season, which was their O line in mm. in the off season. So I think. Joe Burrow is probably going to have a bit of a rough, rough time. Could be I mean, a baptism he's got, of fire, yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got targets now. We're assuming AJ Green's going to play next year. T Higgins is yeah, nice T. Higgins. as well. Mm-hmm. I, was surprised they, I was surprised they took T Higgins. To be honest, I was expecting them to go O line someone like Josh Jones out of Houston. Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't yeah. make sense. So that's what I, Higgins. I, I think oh. uh, Burrows would have would have possibly rather they went O line there than. Higgins he's a good receiver but like I said it's, I think it doesn't really matter if your quarterback's on the deck how good your receivers are right yeah yeah. Higgins is going to struggle in the NFL until, until at least the second half of his rookie campaign because one thing he struggled with in college was getting open at the, at the start of his route that he was running he really struggles against press corners and that part of, that part of his game is really weak mm. so mm. if he wants to be able to utilise his quickness and his athletic frame he needs to like change that part of his game first, otherwise he's going to be useless against NFL corners. And yeah. and you, you think about the corners in that division as well. You've got Marlon Humphrey, you've got Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, like you've, Mink Fitzpatrick did a lot of what, reps at, at corner and has the capacity to to shadow big receivers. Like it, If T Higgins struggles with, with press, that ain't a good division to be in. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, they've got the skill position players to potentially do well but it's just without the base of a, of a decent line I can't I can't see it I think yeah there's a potential the floor for them might be 2 and 14 yeah uh, or something along those lines and then I can't I, I can't see a world where they go higher than 8 and 8 I think 8 and 8 would be I think the complete opposite of the Browns I think 8 and 8 for yeah. the Bengals is a very good season next season yeah. if, they go, if they go 8 and 8 that's, that's outstanding and Joe Burrow should win Rocky of the Year because it would all yeah. be down on him uh, yeah yeah. that like could... next year Bengals fans because I can't see a lot of stuff happening hmm. it's one of those where it'll be interesting from a Bengals point of view like it'll be an opportunity to see a team that's developing and I know that's not much but from a Miami perspective of that's basically what we had last year like the week-to-week progression, I think, will be quite evident to see, and and like that's a, that's an interesting thing to follow for your team that they're trending in the right direction. But I, mm. yeah, if I'm a Bengals fan, I'm not expecting to see many Ws in the in the in the column. To be honest, I think it could be difficult. Sorry, guys, please don't be angry with us. It's not our I fault you didn't like draft it. much yeah. online. Yeah, you put yourself in this situation. You've done this so- to yourself. In terms of ranking the four teams in order, best of first, best of last, how are we doing? Well, I mean, Ra- the Ravens, Ravens are, number one. The Ravens are first. Ravens number one. Ravens first. Um, I'm I'm going to go Browns next. Yeah, that Browns game. two. Yeah, I, I I'd say the same. And then yeah. Steelers, Steelers third, and it's not because you know, their their starting players are good, but when injuries never to be happen as they do every year, and you, that's even without, you know, when people have normally got the opportunity to condition themselves properly over the off-season and yada, 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 which they won't have this season, I can't see that Steelers team staying healthy and therefore being able to sustain constant performance. And then, like we said, Bengals has got to be last, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's, there's, there's no way the Bengals have a winning season. So. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially. But imagine if they did. Imagine, imagine yeah. what an absolute imagine, story yeah. that would be. I mean, if they go undefeated, I'll buy everyone a sandwich. Wow. Well, you heard it here first, guys. If, if the Bengals go undefeated, everyone that listens to this podcast, 
is going to get a sandwich courtesy of Joe. Yeah, go on then. Just just email me. Uh, <laughs> dropbackmedia at gmail.com. <laughs> Subject your order. Have a sandwich, please, Joe. Yeah. Place your uh, order yes, yeah, in the just place, email place contents. Place your order now, and then I'll just, review it at the end of the year. Just start thinking when they lose in what week sort one. of sandwich. Yeah. I mean, that, or there'll be a very swift yeah. end to it, which is true. But I mean, I think the bet. The Bengals will will struggle to win many games, even with their whopping 76 overall quarterback fresh out of college. Joe Burrows has one of the best ever seasons of a college quarterback. Madden slaps him with a 76 rating. And that's that's nowhere near the most heinous of their crimes as well, as we'll get into now. I may be wrong, but wasn't that the same ranking Josh Rosen got? I think I feel like he was like he was a seventy-five, but I mean it's basically the same, and it's it's disgusting. Yeah. It's what it is. Is it is, is frankly it absurd. Is vile. Um, so I think yeah, we're we're going to engage in I think what ev- every Madden fan has been doing over the last two weeks, which is just flat out fucking raging at mm-hmm. the many ratings that make absolutely zero sense in this year's Madden. Yep. What what do we think? What's the worst we've seen so far? Gronk at a no- oh no, Saquon at an eighty-nine. Thank you. I would say that's so yeah. rude. Is yeah, he's behind <laughs> Nick Chubb for some reason. Is the third best running back? Is it mm. a ninety-three? And it's then a ninety-two. Aaron- yeah, I think yeah. Nick Chubb's a ninety-two. And he's also behind Aaron Jones. It just doesn't really make any sense. If Christian McCaffrey's in the ninety-nine club, then Saquon's got to be at like a ninety-six. In what world are you taking Aaron Jones over Saquon Barkley? Exactly. That that that's what I mean. I don't think yeah. any team in the league would. would I think if you if you gave Green Bay the opportunity to have, yeah, you can have Aaron Jones, you can have Saquon Barkley. I don't think there's any world where they're not like, oh, I think we'll take yeah, they the, your hand off the fucking unit over there who can hurdle people and basically was the entire New York offense last season. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We'll have we'll have that guy. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's I, trash. That's criminal. It's criminal, but um, absolutely trash. Yeah, the the other one weird one for me was Gronk at ninety five, despite the yeah. fact that he's been Hasn't played for two years. <laughs> he's coming it's... off with that old mini retirement. You can't yeah. jump, throw him back in in the deep end at ninety five. Like he's been permanently maybe... drunk for the last two years. How do you, yeah. how do you think he's going to roll out of bed and be a ninety five overall? He's been touring the country in his party bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. It... He's, he's like the third best. This is the third best tight end in the game. It just doesn't make any sense. There's no way he's the third yeah. best tight end in the league. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kyler Murray, seventy-seven overall. Oh, that that is that has got tough. your goat, young man, hasn't I, it? I'm I'm quite upset about that, and um, it's, as you should be. I mean, I, I have been impressed with um. Madden 21 or Madden 20.5 as I refer to it it has <laughs> been like announced it just it just seems like a roster update and an yeah. inaccurate roster update we'll maybe see some change of uniforms some slightly different graphics if you pre- if you hold this button while someone tries to catch the ball then they might not drop it yeah 60 yeah. 60 English pounds if you please sir. seems I'm, to be pretty buying. much what it is I'm, I'm not going to buy it. I, unless they can massively change franchise, fix the roster, boost Kyler Murray up to like a anything higher than 77, I'm not going to buy the game. <laughs> what what can they this. do to fix franchise, though? What do you think? Literally anything. They, <laughs> they have done nothing to it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they kind of just... I, I can't remember what year it was. It might have been Madden 15 or, or, or Madden 25 or something, where they, they did like a big roster change and they were just kind of like, there you go. That's that's it now forever. That's that's exactly. all we're going to do to it. Yeah, um, they, they changed the game engine a while back. Because like, they the early Madden's from two thousands, and they they had much better franchise systems. I've seen mm. because of the game engine. But they, ever since they changed over, they've had to sort of redo the game year by year and add in different features. But it's never reached that level. The, no. Like the player career player career mode of earlier Madden's has been has been awesome. The fact that you can go to the combine as you're running as you're running back, do the forty yard dash, all of the drills in it, do meet like media days and stuff like that. We don't have any of that. All you do I mean, is a franchise mode, except you can't control your, control the rest of the team basically, and that's literally it. Just yeah, it's just a limited franchise mode. They've yeah, kind of exactly. changed that face of the franchise mode now. It seems yeah. so. Now plays Nebraska and Michigan State. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you cannot. You can also not be a quarterback. 
Uh, or Alabama. Yeah, you, you, you can change yeah. to receiver or running back in, in college. Mm. And then there's one of like six scenarios that might play out during the season, which are like storylines. Snoop Dogg's in it for some reason. Snoop well. Dogg, he absolutely loves Madden. That's yeah, why so I remember that was a big thing about Snoop, Snoop Dogg's Madden team on uh, Madden Alt team was a thing for a while, wasn't it? He's in, um, what's it called? The uh, Superstar Care. He's one of the coaches in that. No, he's a player yeah. in it. You can, you can get Snoop Dogg as your quarterback. I mean, oh that is... God. Ugh, what? <laughs> what? What more could you want? For that, I mean, well, that's, that's fixed the game then. That's fine. Yeah. Can't yeah. wait till they get Kanye running there. Running... Oh, it's a slot receiver. A slot receiver, yeah. Slants and slants and outs to Kanye. Um, but if it was if it was Kanye, it would probably he'd be playing every position on the field. Yeah, uh, no he'd one definitely be the quarterback. He'd be the quarterback, <laughs> but he'd also be throwing it to Kanye, <laughs> defended by Kanye. He'd just be he'd just be calling yeah. Philly specials every play. It'd just be like, I yeah. want to give you the ball, and then you got to throw it back to me because <laughs> I'm back. the guy. I'm the guy. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of Madden bullshit this year. I think we mentioned earlier in the week um, the fact that Von Miller is a 90, 97 yeah. basically simply mm. because he's called Von Miller. Yeah. Um, it's a bit, not that he's a, a bad player, player, but he's just not like, okay. where's the justification for him being that high he's on not the elite. gate? He's not elite anymore. And he's not put up elite numbers for a little while. Then. You've got Shana yeah. Jones, mm. who was one of the top pass rushers in the league, if not the best one. Eight forced fumbles or something. 19 around 19 sacks last season. He's in 95. He's statistically better than Von Miller in every single way. Obviously, you can watch the tape and you might find something different. But the fact mm. is, Charlotte Jones gets quarterbacks, Von Miller doesn't. And while we're on the subject of sacks as well, Shaquille Barrett literally led the league in sacks and he's not in the top 10 yeah. pass rushes. Why? Why he's is that a thing? thing? Yeah. Yeah, that he's like sense? an 85. Doesn't, mm. That doesn't make any sense. There's just there's just a lot of you know people rated way too highly and then mm. pe- people just being pulled out as duds like Allen Robinson the Bears receiver is an 89 for some reason which doesn't he's make a, any sense he's just a really good wide receiver it's just he's on an awful squad 89 might be a little bit high like he yeah, from, like an 87 or something 88 89 but, wait is that Saquon Barkley it's, it's the, the same, same as, it's the same. I'm, I'm uh, baffled. And I didn't even know that. Alan Robinson at the Bears has not been doing anything. He's not been so. 89 stuffing it. Yeah. I just remember they've also got Mitch Trubisky um, behind uh, centre. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, or Nick but, Foles. Well, yeah, they've had the, uh, the Trubisky in the past. He's been pretty damn awful. I mean, yeah. spe- speaking of wide receivers that are rated way too high, the latest addition to the Madden 99 club, Michael Thomas... No. Mr. Croy baby himself. No, it's, it, I mean, just there's no. I'm like, I refuse. I'm sorry, I just refuse to believe that you can have Michael Thomas as 99. I would rather have DeAndre Hopkins than him. I'd rather have Julio Jones than him. Yeah, any day so would I. Those two. There's no universe where Michael Thomas is better, a better all-out receiver than Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. <laughs> Unless those two are, are, are 100, then there's no way that Michael Thomas is, is 99, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I know what Slew would argue now is there that should be no there should be no 99 yeah. ratings. It should be like FIFA, where you know the best player might be a 94 or something like that. Well, if, if they're That would be interesting, that, to be fair. Yeah, if, if they're going to do that, they, they've got to commit and not actually have any 99 players. But I can't imagine mm. them doing that because it... You know, they've they got like, the whole 99 club thing, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. It's, it's free advertising it like they can yeah. send it to pat mahomes and he'll do a video being like oh look i've got a 99 card or whatever i also think that by and large in american sports um like players like people's understanding of attributes and stuff in american sports like if you're the best player in the world then i feel like if you ask an american player like Lionel messi watch watch tv rate in fifa i americans will by and large say he should be 99 Whereas yeah. I think everyone else would be like, oh, yeah, like a 94. Like people they, elsewhere seem to be more okay with the, with the fact that you can be the best player in the world at a sport, but you're not like perfect. the ideal yeah. perfect player. Yeah, really. exactly. Because there, pl- there are players that have come before you who were probably may have been better. Mm. Like yeah. if there was a 99 in the game, they had to stay Patrick Mahomes for sure. Yeah. Mm. 
but it just means yeah. there's no room for him to improve in future moments like that's he could have been seeding for the next five six seasons most likely which, yeah, which is a bit silly i mean and, and I, I, yeah, I think mahomes and donald i think you can be like you know what fair play genuinely yeah all really good at football mm-hmm. i think everyone else i think there's an argument that like I said, I, I think it would be refreshing to see them go down more of a thief route and have a more balanced, you know, have starters around that 70, 78 to you know, 84 sort of yeah. range as being like, you're, you're a very good player. Like, and they did do that this year though, didn't they? They did change the rating system a bit more so, there's, that they're, so the ratings are more spread out between the 60s and the 90s rather than having like backup players at 70s and stuff and then you start as 80s. They did try and spread yeah. out a bit more advanced to them. But, Quite a lot of teams when they listed out the top ten players and stuff for each team were like, you know, it, their, their top ten list. I think for Miami were like oh, seventy sixes and things they like that. They fucking goofed um, it, man, <laughs> big time. I mean, so, I mean, just very quick, but because I'll get angry about Miami stuff. Quite frankly, <laughs> two or seventy three, suck a fucking doodle. He should be way higher than that. Um, but the what the thing that really that stuck in my mind was the corners. So, David Howard is fucking baller at corner. Like gets loads of interceptions, like has been around the top for interceptions for a while now. He's rated an eighty-two. Byron Jones is an eighty-eight. Well, Byron Jones is better than Xavier Howard, but Xavier Howard could be higher. (laughs) Stan, why'd you do this to me? I mean good. they're both I mean I'm not I'm not knocking Byron Jones I'm fucking I'm well glad that we've got him I just think that they should maybe meet in the middle if you had them both at like 85 or 86 I'd be like yeah fair play but the yeah. the Javon Howard disrespect is yeah. quite frankly disgusting what do you think I it think, should be like an 80, yeah. 86 I'd have them both at like an 85 or 86 I think that would be so you fair. think they're both they're both equal corners I think so. I think because Javon Howard will get you way more turnovers, but will also give up more big plays. Byron Jones is a better. You, you, he's not going to get you interceptions, but he's going to his coverage, his consistency in coverage is, is better than Howard's. They're That's how corners, I see it. Though. They're different yeah. styles. Of corners. It's, it's hard to it's hard to compare them because Xavier you know, Howard's much more aggressive. He's he's a zone mm-hmm. corner, if I'm right, and then Byron Jones is much more versatile, and that's what gives him the upper hand. That's what makes him. Where are the ratings? It's just I think purely because he's more versatile. Yeah, in terms of just man coverage, then Byron Jones is is a yeah. better corner, and it doesn't necessarily mean because you you get less turnovers that you're you're a worse corner. You know, it's that's true. Less completions at the end of the day. Yeah, man coverage you don't get many turnovers because you don't get a good eye on the quarterback. Your your mm-hmm. purpose is just to make sure the receiver doesn't get open. Yeah, I mean, Jaden Howard's done a right in man coverage before. I think you remember that the game against uh, Tom Brady when Tom Brady had three completions in the direction of Brandon Cooks and two of them were to Javon Howard, who was covering him. Like, he can do man coverage as well. I just think that because he's ultra-aggressive, he gets caught out sometimes with big plays. But like I said, my point is, Javon Howard is definitely better than an 82, and I think Byron Jones, I mean, I'm happy that he's got a high rating. I just think maybe that's a tad too high. I I mean, I'm being more than happy if Byron Jones should prove me wrong. Yeah. With Will Javon Howard, with Xavier Howard this year, so but behind him at safety, who have you got? Because is Rashad Jones? Right? He's, he's Rashad Jones has gone. Where Rick is G5. Rashad Jones? I believe he. I don't think he signed with anyone else. If, if I'm saying off the top of my head, um, I would have loved to. You know, um, you know, Miami to have to have kept him. I I love Rashad Jones, but not shoulder injuries, up, big big contract. It happens. Yeah. Um, we, we're currently rolling with Eric Rowe and. Uh, Bobby McCain at safety, which will be. Uh, I, thought, I thought they were both cornerbacks. So did Eric they. Road definitely but... <laughs> was a cornerback. McCain was a cornerback too. Mm. Yeah, but they, they, that, they, that was our safety duo to end last season, and they both did a pretty decent job. Eric Rowe's very good at covering tight ends, so they're sort of penciled in to start a corner at uh, yeah. safety this, this season as well. Mm. But yeah. I think the quarterbacks as well in this year's Madden have been. Oh. Absolutely bastardized. Princess Dak Prescott and Wentz. Yeah, Wentz is an eighty-four. That is that's disgusting, isn't it? Joe, you've always rated rated Wentz, haven't you? Yeah, well, I I think he should probably be higher. Given my list, I think he should be higher than (laughs) eighty. That is true. Given the list list was good. I think you should be like a. You know, we're going off this like an eighty-eight. Potentially, I want to know who at Madden hates Deshaun Watson as well. To be honest, because how the fuck is he rated eighty-six? Uh, he's basically he's 
he's the closest thing to a Russell Wilson one man team. Yeah, that's like out the there. QB yeah, especially the without D Hop this year. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just they they mess it up every year. And what what's going to happen yeah. is at the end of the year they'll end up boosting a bunch of players to like, you know, into the nineties that that were you know eighties and whatever. We just want you're done goofed. You're done goofed. We just want accurate ratings. We want a franchise mode that is semi interesting. And if you yeah. could bump tour up to the 99 overall that we all know he should be, that would be good as well. Just be consistent with the ratings, you know. If, you, if you're yeah. going to have Gronk at a 95, that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's just silly. Kyle Lamoria at 77. Yeah. That yeah. is silly. That is, he's only it. slightly better than Joe Burrow, who hasn't laid it down yet. Yeah, exactly. Lamar at a 93, what a joke. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> buying it. Are you going to buy it, Matt? Um... I say this every year I, that I'm not going to buy it, and then at some point mid September to early October, I just cave and go, "Fuck it, I, I need to play it." Even if all the reviews are shit, even if like last year everyone's like, oh, "The gameplay's actually not very good," again, I'll still be like, "But maybe I'll enjoy it," mm. and I never do. <laughs> never do. Yeah. Is that is that shadow in the background, Matt? <laughs> no. Is not this from the but yeah, well, uh, let's we'll wrap it up there then, fellas. Madden, if you want to send any complaints, then our Instagram handle is at the dropback, our Twitter handle is also at the dropback, and you can follow us on Facebook at the dropback UK. And of course, take a look at the website. I actually updated it today, fellas. Stan, Stan has made it to the same level. As me, Joe, and Slew on the website, he's on the same band. He's been promoted, you know. He's been promoted from writer to writer, but slightly higher up on the page. And he's deserved every inch of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Mm -hmm. all that's left is for me to say thank you so much for listening. I've been Matt. I've been Joe. Jumped in. I've been Stan. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next time. The drop back with Sam Lewis. Matt Burns Peak and Joe Costanzo. He could have been kidnapped for all we know. Could have been kidnapped.